Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, happy Thursday, and welcome back to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McConaughey. I'm here with Nancy Klosterman, and we are going to be reading the Bible Reading Plan passage for today. It is Acts 19, verses 1 through 7. So I hope you've already read this passage. If not, you can pause this podcast and go back and read it for yourself and spend some time reflecting on it and then resume the podcast. And, uh, We'll read it out loud for you one more time, and then you can um, take your thoughts and hear how different Nancy and my thoughts are going to be from those. <laughs> That's great. Um, and I would love to hear the thoughts that you had upon your own reflection. So make sure to send me an email, and um, I would love to hear how you are reflecting on these passages from any of the passages this week. It's been fun. This is the week of Epiphany, meaning yesterday was Epiphany, the, the day we celebrate that Jesus, um, uh, that the Magi found Jesus and Jesus became the savior of the whole world and not just Israel. But this week we've been talking a lot about uh, new creation, about God's voice, um, God's creativity. And um, we're going to continue with that today um, in Acts 19 verses 1 through 7. So um, Nancy, would you mind if I read this passage and then I'd love to hear your thoughts about it? Sure, yes. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. (laughs) Then he said, Into what then were you baptized? They answered, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about 12 of them. Okay, very interesting passage. Nancy, what immediately grabs your attention about this passage? Um, probably when the part about the Holy Spirit. No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. <laughs> Isn't that really great? Interesting, Brennan, because I grew up in the CRC church and, you know, we baptized Father, Son, and Holy Ghost or, you know, the Holy Spirit. But growing up, we very rarely discussed the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I've talked to people my age and many of them said the same thing. It was just this, it was there, it was the Trinity. We knew that, but we never, never discussed that in any depth. So, right. Yeah. I grew up with, I mean, um, yeah, it used to be called the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. when I was a kid and it was just beginning to be started calling the Holy Spirit in like the nineties, I think is when we started calling the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. But, um, the way I understood it was that the Holy Spirit is Jesus living in my heart. Do you know what I mean? Like, which there is some truth to that, but like the way I would 
talk about it is, well, God is in heaven and Jesus lives in my heart, you know, which honestly, that's a really messed up Trinitarian theology. Like to think that Jesus does not live in our hearts. Like the Holy Spirit, yes, lives in our hearts by faith. And by the Holy Spirit, we experience the presence of Jesus and we commune with Jesus. But Jesus is in heaven on the right hand of the Father. Jesus is a person, a human, and we need him to be there. <laughs> he prays for us every day. So if we say he lives in our hearts, um, that's kind of messing up the whole Trinitarian uh, uh, you know, com composition there where we, we need Jesus to be praying for us. And we need to know that human Jesus is in heaven, which means that we will one day be in heaven, you know? So when we have our theology of the Holy Spirit messed up like that, um, it leads to all kinds of weird things that we don't even think about. But on the other side, not just the Holy Spirit being mistaken for Jesus, is just the Holy Spirit being absent completely, you know, and that we're alone in the world. I think that's how we are tempted, what we're tempted to believe about ourselves anyways, is that we're alone and that the Holy Spirit might be somewhere hovering around but doesn't really do anything. Maybe it's just the warm fuzzies I get sometimes when I play a Christian song or something like that. But um, what is the Holy Spirit and why is it important that we're baptized into the Holy Spirit? Um, what, was there a moment where you experienced like a, a, a newness of faith in the Holy Spirit or realized what the Holy Spirit was for you or that, you know, what you grew up with in terms of you know, your, 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 um, your upbringing where you maybe ignored the Holy Spirit, was there a moment that that changed? Um, we had some family things going on when, when Lon and I were first married and we, our children were young, some extended stuff. And it just, it was one of those times in our lives where we either had to grasp onto God tightly and hang on, or we had to doubt his sovereignty and you know his plan so um i think that's when we you know kind of dug a little deeper and yeah. and um uh searched it out a little more and just you know we fortunately we live in in today's world where there's so many bible studies and things that you can attend to and um i i spent more time doing that and um yeah so we, as I said, I didn't grow up hearing much about the spirit, but I felt God's hand on us then and mm. felt that the spirit was with us. Yes. And then you just mm. research it more. And I think they, in the last 10, 15 years, the church has talked more about the spirit too. And I think the understanding, I think, I think when I grew up understanding the spirit, it was just hard you know, it was a ghost or we didn't believe in ghosts. And that was this supernatural stuff. And it was, you know, our culture didn't know how to grasp onto that. Mm -hmm. and I think now with, with, you know, more research into um, the Holy land and the biblical, you know, depth of, of the word and the translations, we are, we can understand it a little more and, mm -hmm. and we're more willing to grasp onto that and, you know, accept it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, back then, back in Acts 19, they didn't have a Trinitarian theology at all. They had no idea what, that the Holy Spirit was like, we have not even heard that there's a Holy Spirit. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's, I mean, this is a, a new innovation, you know, I mean, not for God, the Holy Spirit has been around since creation, right? That's what we just read on, on Monday, that the Spirit hovered over the face of the waters. Um, that same creative spirit hovers over our chaos and draws us back to God, you know, is, is, um, provokes our repentance and then turning to God and being baptized to be able to be marked by the Holy Spirit as, as um, new creations. And, uh, and so this is a new thing that happened on Pentecost. And there's some people who didn't even know that that happened or don't, don't know about that. And yet are still disciples of God. Um, mm -hmm. Which, as you said, is sometimes part of our own faith stories of growing up. And depending on what tradition or what household we grew up in, um, are kind of like uh, practical cessationists, meaning uh, believe that probably the Holy Spirit doesn't really do anything anymore of significance. Um, and, uh, my heart was changed about this. Um, when I reconnected with the person who baptized me in the first place, um, my grandfather in college, I, um, I kind of became curious about my grandparents or whatever. And, um, my, uh, my grandfather, Bob Whitaker, uh, is a former pastor and he's the one who baptized me. And when I was in college, I started having regular conversations with him over the phone from my dorm room just about my faith and about the Holy Spirit mostly. And he, um, he spent his life uh, leading churches towards um, charisms of the Holy Spirit, you know, towards uh, charismatic worship and uh, practicing tongues and healing. And, and so he's got, um, he just has a ton of wisdom about um, just his own faith journey, but also um, the Holy Spirit. And he's got a lot of teaching about the Holy Spirit. And so just to be able to, to pick his brain and have him pray for me and, and talk with me about how my faith was developing was so important. And to realize that um, the faith that I had inherited from my parents was great, but um, it's always incomplete. Like it can never just be your parents' faith. Yeah. You know? So it was becoming my own through the power of the Holy Spirit, right? <clears throat> and so um, it's same, uh, same thing for me where there's moments in my life where I had to realize Oh, God is, God is um, Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit um, reaches, uh, comes and works in my life in unique ways to me and um, gives gifts and empowers for ministry and convicts of sin and accompanies and comforts. Um, the Holy Spirit um, does so much in our walk of faith that we're not even um, aware of sometimes. Um, so to become aware of it really deepens our relationship with God. Um, one thing I do want to draw out of this passage I was paying attention to was they, they said, we were baptized into John's baptism. And Paul said, John's bap John baptized with baptism of repentance, saying, that's different. <laughs> yeah, you guys got baptized and you guys repented and were baptized. That is completely different than being baptized by the Holy Spirit. Meaning, just because you repented does not mean that you were, you were baptized. Um, which I think is really, really important for us to understand um, that uh, being baptized in the Holy Spirit doesn't, isn't necessarily the same thing as uh, repenting, meaning this is something unique that the Holy Spirit does to bring the revelation of Christ to mark us with, uh, into his promised uh, family, into his community of faith, into the family of God something the Holy Spirit does to, 
bring us into the family of God, to adopt us. And it is not dependent upon our, our repentance, meaning it's not dependent on our own being able to acknowledge every single sin that we've done or something like that. And if you walk down that road, it leads to really messed up things. I just want to acknowledge that um, baptism is not first and foremost about repentance. Baptism is about the Holy Spirit adopting you. It's about adoption and it being brought into God's family. So my wife is an adoption specialist and she helps facilitate adoptions, um, much like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and um, what did these kids do to be adopted into a family? You know, what did they do to deserve a family picking them out? Right. Um, you would hope that, that repentance would not be a part of that adoption paperwork, that the kid has to show that they're sorry for being a part of a bad family. You know, the kid has to show that they're willing to change. No, they just get adopted. The family adopts them. Yes, repentance is part of that. Yes, they change the ways. They, they leave the house. They, you know, become a part of a new family with new roles that they, you know, participate in. Um, but it's primarily about adoption, um, about a family deciding this kid is going to be mine. And that's exactly what God does, says this kid is going to be mine. Uh, Nancy is going to be mine. You know, Brendan is going to be mine. And I don't care. I almost don't care what they have to say about it. He, God does care what we have to say about it. But I'm just saying it's God's activity to bring us into his family um, and to adopt us from, from, the, uh, from the evil grips of sin and evil into God's uh, kingdom of life um, and love. So in Jesus Christ. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because um, it's a little beef I have, <laughs> but also uh, it seems like it's something Paul is really trying to emphasize to these people, the new believers, is to say, don't think just because, don't think that your faith is all about repenting. Yes, repentance is deeply a part of what we do as Christians, but the cornerstone of our faith is a work of Jesus Christ made available to us through the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and he welcomes us into his family. That's the point. So it's a gift. Um, anything else you want to draw out of this passage, Nancy? Um, I just, I'm just thankful that we no longer like dismiss the Holy Spirit because mm -hmm. that's such a huge part, right? Of when Jesus left um, to go back to, to, to the Father, he left us with the Holy Spirit. And without that, where would we be? Mm. So, I mean, even our mission community, um, the only reason that's together is the Holy Spirit. I mean, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit convicted Lon and I separately and Dreyer separately. And then it was revealed actually in a dream to Doug mm -hmm. yeah. for us to come together. That's all spirit led. That was all like, it was nothing of our own doing. It was just God, you know, and we were just listening to his voice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's okay to not know what to do next. Like, I'm just putting myself in your shoes. I'm sure remembering a few years ago when you guys were discerning this stuff. You guys didn't, you guys continually said to me, we don't know what, what we're doing next. We don't, you know what I mean? We, we're not, we're just taking the next step here. And, um, and it's okay not to know. You know, right. it's okay to, to admit that you're kind of at the end of your rope or out of your league or whatever. Because what you're doing is you're uh, describing your dependence on the Holy Spirit, saying, yeah, it's okay. We can continue to move forward. It's not about us. It's not about uh, our qualifications or our experience or 
our sense of confidence or you know anything like that it's simply acknowledging that we're in the hands of the holy spirit right now and so all we have to do is trust and have faith in him yeah so mm -hmm. that's good i love that story is that you guys have been leaving leaning on the holy spirit and you guys are you guys have and continually will have um more opportunities to say we don't know what we're doing um we don't know what comes next but we're going to trust god together and that's where the holy spirit really um is given glory i think so mm -hmm. thank you for that nancy thank you everybody for listening we'll be back with you tomorrow tomorrow morning we are reading let's see we're reading mark 1 verses 4 through 11 so we'll be back with you tomorrow morning bye Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.